Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who ride and those who inspire to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're glad to be back. It's been, uh, I think I noticed today, six months Wow. Uh, since we've done a podcast and a video to go along with that podcast. And uh, it's it's been a crazy time, hasn't it? Uh, we're now in... Uh, January of 2021. Wow. We are in totally a different world than we used to live in before. At least it appears that way to me. It's strange. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it is nice to be back on the air. Although <laughs> it was a royal pain to get back into the swing of things. Uh, when you can't find a micro chip and things that you haven't had laying around for a while or studio set up like we had in the past, uh, it brings back memories of why maybe we haven't done something in six months. Yet. Oh, come on now. It just took a little effort to kind of get things back on track. But we're here and I am so excited. The one thing that I have to talk tell you about is anytime I wear a hat that I almost feel, do you remember Tony Little? Oh, yeah, you and look like gazelle. Tony. You actually remind me of Tony Little. With Tony that Little doing his gazelle. I think, I think maybe I made fun of you place. about that before, baby. That's why you you think that way. Now I don't little, know. Yeah, so I You're got like this Tony Little. mop, and I should Get be the doing gazelle. the gazelle. That's right. You got to look a little bit better at the gazelle. I Tony do. would look really good on the gazelle. Some those feet going yes. back and forth. Okay, I'll work on it then. Yeah. But yeah, that's, sometimes that's the way I feel when my hair is kind of well, fluffy Well, if you like turn sideways, you get the the Tony Little ponytail back there. The full effect. There we go. So there's. Because the didn't he have a ponytail too? He had a whole bunch of hair behind his hat. So. Yeah. Hey, he you know, he he made out pretty good. I do believe. I uh, I saw something a while back on him. Okay. So that was pretty interesting. So yeah, we haven't <laughs> been around for a while. A lot of you probably uh, have been wondering where we've been. We actually did get an email from Bob. Yeah, out of Texas. Yep. And he was like wondering what's going on with you guys. Whatever happened to the story? Whatever happened to Thumper? Uh, what else did he ask? Was there anything I, else? I think and that just, was the most important part. Is not about any thing about us which is fine but he really wants to know what the scoop is with thumper because the last that we had like let everyone know is that thumper is kind of on his down and out uh, and unfortunately thumper is still kind of down and out so yeah thumper is currently down and out and uh you know there's no real excuse uh as to why we just stop doing the podcast. Obviously, uh, there's no excuse for anything really when you really think about it. You either do it or you don't, right? Right. And, uh, you know, but there was a lot of excuses or reasons we could give you such as COVID, right? Yeah. Um, and it did slow down some things, you know, biker events, we were doing some fo- some of those things, mm-hmm. but we've decided that uh, that might not be the place that we're heading. Now, that doesn't mean that we may never do it in the future. Right. Uh, but, you know, what happened was our fun turned into work. And, you know, you want to be able to ride, you want to be able to have a good time and not necessarily work all the time. Um, So, you know, over this period of time, we've had an opportunity to reflect on where we would like the podcast to go. Right. And we're still uh, actually working on that. It's uh, still a work in progress, which is a good thing. Uh, I will say that I have been quite depressed over the last six months. And the main reason for that is, is Thumper. Thumper uh, is not working uh, at this time. However, you know, 
maybe of being on the airwaves here. Maybe these, because Deb and I, you and I, you and I have talked about it and we just oh, order God. some parts in order to, to work on it for ourselves right. because I have a Jack to, to Jack up Thumper. And what we've got to do is uh, just to catch people up a little bit is there was a cam bearing that went out when I was what 500, about 500 miles away from Colorado. And we were in Texas, Memphis, Texas. You were in Texas. I was, that's right. Yeah. Just a little bit outside of Memphis, Texas, uh, where uh, Thumper broke down. It was just really hot. Uh, it, you know, there's a number of reasons that Thumper didn't make it, I think. Uh, being weighed down could have been part of it. There was a problem as we started off, if any of you did follow it, and I can't remember how much of, of what, what I did, I, I let people know about, but there was a problem that apparently with the, the oil pump, I think. Right. I was having to replace oil or fill it with oil often. So after talking to our mechanic, you know, we decided to go ahead and take a chance and went for it. And it went quite a ways. Oh. And, uh, you know, I planned on that night uh, to make it to Colorado Springs. Surprising. I wanted to surprise and just drive through. But unfortunately, with that heat, um, that was in July. Right. And the heat and whatever, maybe the oil pump or something wasn't working well enough to get the pump, uh, the oil to where it needed to go. I don't know. So. Bottom line is, is I have a cam bearing that's out. We did order because I have a jack. It's, you know, the, it's a motorcycle cam, lift. Yeah, yeah, it's a motorcycle lift. But because of my Dyna, you can't really use it on that because the little wings that are up underneath on the frame. So uh, we had to order some parts for that to go on to the motorcycle lift. And I'm not sure that I want to do that now it, because, uh. you know, it's a project that I thought about that we could do together. Um, and maybe we will. I don't know. I just don't feel like time's of uh, essence, uh, as you all know. So it's going to take a lot of time. And I would rather if I could find a way to get it up and running faster, that would make me very happy. That's the goal. Uh, right? I, I, I just don't feel the same. We have three other bikes in the garage, uh, but Thumper is my bike. I love Thumper. And Thumper could any actually get in the way of Deb a little bit. That's how much I love my bike. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. But yeah, we, and so it's not that we haven't been riding because yeah. of Thumper, but we haven't been riding as much and the way we would normally like to ride. So and, that's been kind of a, a bummer. And I just don't feel the same. I right. my bike. I love my high bars, and I love the way it moves or moved. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, every, I love everything about my bike. Uh, there are some things that uh, I would like to change, you know, maybe a seat or something along those, uh, you know, along with that. But first of all, I've got to get it on the road. And once I get it on the road, I will be doing much better. But actually, you know, it's true what they say about wind therapy. So whenever we did take out the bikes, um, you know, I would ride a bourbon is the bike that would ride. That's the uh, CVO we've got. And Deb would ride the uh, Annie. All right. Our anniversary soft tail. So, um yeah, and and uh, let's just kind of talk about Annie because we did mention some things with um, Annie. We had a friend that had had a slight accident with it, and you also had noticed. I think this was was interesting. You had ridden Annie one one time when we were shuffling or getting tires on bikes or something, and you had noticed that that rear brake was a little different from what you're used to, even on you know, any of the motorcycles that you ride. And so I think what's important about that is they are all different and it's a matter of a come, you know, getting, getting, used to a, it. getting used to it and bonding. What, uh, we'll talk about bonding with our bikes here a little bit later, oh, but that's what so I I'd wanted like to kind to of just thumper. lay that. I know bond again with thumper. So, you know, it just, it's, it's interesting. They're different. And, and that's one thing that I think is important about riding as you 
uh, become a more experienced rider and get some of that longevity under your belt, you know, bonding with it and knowing how your motorcycle is going to work and operate is, is an important You know, part. I think that's a weird word you're using, bonding with your motorcycle. Bonding. Yeah. Is that the word they use uh, in your training? They did. Yes. Oh, okay. So, right. so it's yeah. an official word. It is an official word when it comes to motorcycling. So, so. I know that there's been a lot of space uh, that's gone by between, uh, I think we probably did a broadcast back in July. And I think, uh, I think it was out of the RV, right? Because that was sort of the direction that we were moving in and still may um, in regards to not only biker life, but adding some RV life uh, to what we do. Right. And in fact, we've actually gone out and had several different uh, trips that we've taken in the RV, uh, some with the bikes and some without. And uh, so that's been real good. And, you know, we even went to Daytona. We did the ride there this yeah. year. Uh, it was a nice place we stayed at, uh, really enjoyed that. Uh, we didn't really actually go to where the events were much. We just did uh, what we felt like doing. We did riding, which is what we like to do the most. So, you know, we checked out the usual, but it was just the same old, same old. And, uh, and, and for me right now, that just happens to be where I am. It just seems like the same bike events have the same old things. And so I've changed a little bit in regard to that. I'd rather be out on the bike uh, riding. Getting I wind, do right. enjoy meeting other people and talking to people, even though I am an introvert, I really won't do that. But Deb, I'm doing all the talking I'd here. Why don't you sort of take would, over? Nobody would know that if they were like meeting you on the show, because that's not the way you are, but it is truly, you know, an introvert inside. And so the one thing about Daytona that I thought was interesting is we did stay on the north end of the activity. So a good part of what happens is at the uh, destination Daytona Harley-Davidson dealership. And so we were really close right to that rock, right proximity. We could have walked there. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of apprehension around that, whether it was going to happen, if it was going to happen in the same way. And so, again, actually, it didn't happen. It was closed, if I remember right. They they closed downtown where they normally have uh, the bike rally. Right. They like didn't allow the vendors and didn't give any permitting for that. So right. the downtown area where, uh, you know, a big portion of the hustle and bustle is for bike week didn't happen. Uh, but I think we still had a good time. Again, we got out to do some of the rides that we don't get to do very often, enjoyed some of that landscape of Daytona, but also. So, you know, there's a JP cycle there. There's a couple of other things they had bands, but it was, it was actually, I think quite a bit lower key well, than normal. I and, it was, it, well, it was, um, but also we went early. We were there very early. And I noticed as we were leaving, there were more and more people coming and it didn't seem pretty busy. We did go out to that restaurant and they were busy with, uh, on that rainy day that we had. So yeah, that's right. Remember that? <laughs> I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Walk out and it's pouring. And yeah. so, yeah, good just thing get on the have, bike and ride. We, we only had a, far to ride. Yeah. a mile to go. So it wasn't too bad. And it wouldn't have been that bad anyway. We've done that before. Yeah. And they're done that. So the RV life is a little bit different and RV bike life is a little bit of a mix of the both. And so, yeah, I definitely look for us to include that in the future. And it's just going to give us the opportunity to go see more, do more and ride in more magnificent places. So I'm super stoked about that. But there's a lot of um, adjustment to that too, is figuring out your home on the road and how you're going to live that life and how it's going to work. And then the motorcycles. And there's a lot of what we talk about moving parts, not just with motorcycling, but now we've got this whole home on the road. What is the home, place we went to up? Yeah. What is the uh, place we went to up north? Homosassa? Where did, what was that? We went to the Crystal River Crystal area. River. Oh, we, I love Crystal River. Yeah. We may move up there one of these days. Yeah, uh, We beautiful. really love that area. And uh, we had a good time there. We had the bike, so we got to do some riding there. And actually, we got actually got out to go out on the water. Uh -huh. um, and so that was good. And so we enjoyed that. And one of the things that 
that happened uh, during the COVID uh, is, and part of our thinking, I guess, or my thinking was about during the podcast was that, you know, it, it, it was like hard to want to share what we were doing. So a lot of these events we didn't share with you that we were out doing. And part of me was saying that I just didn't want to, I didn't think it was right to show that we were out having fun, you know, on Facebook and on social media and while everybody else maybe had been locked, locked down uh, or whatever they're calling it these days. And there's probably some people that are still locked down or in their homes um, and can't get out. And so, but looking back on it, that was probably a really sad, a really terrible mistake because maybe, I don't know, maybe it would have uh, enlightened some people. Maybe it would have helped some people uh, that couldn't get out, inspire some people or, or just giving some people to be able to point their finger and laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that would have been enough, you know, make fun of me. So, but you know, it would have served a purpose. Right. Right. So, you know, you can't call the shots right all the time. And that what didn't play a huge part, but I, that is a thought that I did have. And I think I even told you, Deb, I just don't want, you know, I, you know, Facebook has this tendency of mm-hmm. where all of it show all you ever see on Facebook or the majority of what you see on Facebook is everybody having a good time all and living this stuff. superior, great life. Right. Well, you know, you don't always see the other side of it. And so I felt like that just wasn't really what I wanted to do. I didn't right. really want to be that person that always just seems to always be out having a good time because quite honestly, that's not life. And actually, Deb, we've sort of struggled <laughs> Over the last six months, financially, uh, our life has changed immensely about everything around us. (laughs) It's it's been we've had a lot of changes going on um, that we didn't expect to happen in our lives. And so, again, to give you another excuse, that's why uh, life happens, even though COVID was shut down, that life still continues to happen. You still have to pay your bills. You still have to take care of family and do the things that you need to do. And you still have to take on a cat if you if you have to. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because oh, it is you? not no, not the cat, but um, just the fact that, you know, life has been different for everybody, I think, over the last six months. And so it was a little bit challenging to figure out the right step to take and what what people needed. Um, I know initially what we did is we tried to do, we did do um, very successfully. We had some COVID happy hours and Friday happy hours and things. So we had some great I think we were one of the first that launched that. That was a really good time since then. I stopped drinking, but for the most part, but yeah, that was a, I thought that was a real plus. It was a blast. I probably, we probably needed to continue that. And, uh, you know, yeah, just bringing people together. And so again, you never know, you never know the right choices and right decisions, but you just kind of go with what your gut says. And that's where we were is that we had enough of life's up and downs happening with us too. Um, Lots of family, different uh, things happening. And like you said, a cat coming and all that sort of And the grandchild takes up, you know, it's just, those are the things that you want to enjoy. So in a way we were enjoying a lot of life and then in a way we were taking care of a lot of responsibilities and getting things ready. We're still in the process of doing some things that we hope to to launch out to to the audience here. And uh, that's actually in the work. It's actually, I thought about mentioning it today, Deb, because one of these, one of the parts to it is already finished other than one last video that you have to do. And we'll, we can maybe bring that up at a later time, but it's basically done. Actually, I do have to rebuild something. Yeah, now. you have to do something, something else. Something there are a couple else pieces changed, that so. have to adapt yeah. now but because of changes. We did so. complete something, uh, but now we've got to restructure that too. So it's all about time. And it's amazing when you get to be my age. 
time becomes very valuable. Is that like all crickety and old? Is that what you're trying to say that you are? I don't know. Just be I, careful. Okay. <laughs> you're well, going to be here soon. You, you show it pretty well. So I love yep. that. That's my, uh, that's my COVID. Uh, those from the podcast can't see it. You go out to YouTube, but I do have a COVID beard. I haven't uh, shaved in probably six. No, actually probably Longer. almost a year. Um, and I'm not doing very good. I wish I could do better with my beard. I would really like to be able to, for some reason, I just can't get it to grow longer. I'm sort of afraid to cut it because I don't want to mess it up. And I haven't had a haircut in at least six months. That's for certain. And I'm so glad that you're wearing a hat so people don't see Oh, that. I can show them. <laughs> I got well, long hair. It's you know, going, I got long hair all the way down the middle part of my back. You're almost ready for a man bun or something like that. Just so, kidding about that. But um, it is pretty long. Yeah. So, you know, there's just been a lot of things happening. And so I'm, I'm glad that we're back. There's been have a lots of really good things because, you know, again, what people may not realize is that taking on that RV and that travel life, now we've got a trailer that we have to kind of adapt to motorcycles and we made it work somewhat to get us to Daytona with two motorcycles, but we still have a lot of work on that too. So if anyone can send us any great ideas of how to equip the trailer, we've got the e-tracks sitting here ready to install and, you know, we'll start to kind of design that inside interior of the, the trailer. So we have all of our equipment and all that sort of stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's almost like decorating our home for our motorcycles. That's kind of a cool yeah, thing. There's a lot of different things we can do with it, you know, to hold our helmets or tools or things like that. Right. Um, so that's going to require some work and again, some more time, right? Right. Everything's about and time. I'm not sure I finished uh, just in case I didn't get the point across. If any of our listeners are opening up a shop here and need to uh, get some publicity somehow through us uh, and want to help me to work on my bike, that'd be really cool. Yeah. We will definitely <laughs> spotlight you for sure. And would love the partnership that we could put together. So, so please just reach out, let us know. We'd love to uh, do that. And, and I don't mind helping work on the bike. I mean, like I said, Deb and I were going to work on it. We still may. It just depends uh, <laughs> on that lift if we can get that working. Because really, what I really need is a table and uh, not the lift. Anyway, I, I, I'll go back. I yeah. just want to get that in while I was a Well, the, the lift where we lift the entire motorcycle yeah. up all on the same platform, I think, because but that, that's the fairly... way the, the jack or the lift is not in the way. And the, what they're, the instruct, the instructions are calling for uh, the lift part to be on the side that I need to work on. So it just yeah. seems difficult to really get in there and we're limited on space in the garage uh, as well, but we'll figure that out. Uh, Thumper will be on the road. I'm hoping that Thumper yeah. will be on the road, hopefully by the end of February, that would be real nice because I've got to get out there. I've got to ride. I really do. Uh, riding really, uh, it really does make a difference in, in our, in my life. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just freeing to be able to get out and do it. And every time I do, I just fall in love all over again. Yeah, absolutely. Every time, even if it's a short ride, we come back and we feel rejuvenated. So I know that that's such an important part of our life that we need to make sure yep. we do it more. Wind therapy, right? That's right. Well, one thing that I want to talk about um, regarding riding is I recently, because our listeners don't know, but I recently became certified to teach the advanced riders course. Now, oh, ooh, big shot wheeler dealer no, here. No, no, no. Just it's about learning some new skills and techniques and sharpening those skills so that riders that have been riding for a long time, sometimes you wonder, so what next? Or, you know, what can I get better at if you really want to continue to improve? And so there are three, I'm just going to kind of talk about three takeaways that I had personally. And then there was a whole lot more that we could talk about. 
But cornering is really such an important aspect. And one of the things that that course taught me is how to maximize your traction for tires on the asphalt, but yet positioning your body so that you've got some great lean angle and can tighten up curves and turns that you never imagined before. So there were some cool techniques that you got to practice or I got to practice. Um, I was with 11 other people that were getting certified as well, as well as others that were certified for all sorts of other things. And so that was one major takeaway for me. Also, the idea of quick braking, fast braking, fast stops, because in any situation, I think that where there's an accident involved, what techniques could always, and I'm always all about, well, what could someone have done different if they were in an accident? What skill could they have practiced more of to possibly avoid it? Not maybe all the time, 100%. So fast stops, quick braking, and there was a lot of that going on in this particular course as well. And then also we did some exercises on visual scanning. And one of the things that I thought was really a great aha moment for me is the fact that what I will visually scan and see as a rider is so completely different than what you would visually scan and see. And so whether you're picking up a piece that I missed or I pick up a piece that you missed as a rider, and again, just sharpening those visual skills so that we can adapt and watch everything that's going on around us. Um, so that's the advanced writers course, your local area, either a Harley Davidson, not everyone has the ability to teach the advanced writers course, but I just want to throw that out there. If you want to sharpen your skills and, or look for some new techniques to become a better writer, by all means, reach out to a, one of your local schools, a Harley Davidson dealer and see if they have the ability or coaches to, that can teach that for you. One of the books that came with it, and I'm just going to show this to all of those that are on YouTube right now, is the Sport Writing Techniques uh, written by Nick Einosh. And again, we read that, I read that, and there were so many things that he talks about on a track layer level that you don't have to do quite like the track writers do. But if you understand the concept and technique, even street writing, it can fine tune things for each of us as a writer that we never anticipated. It can, you know, tighten those corners, body positioning, and not only just either leaning into the curve or um, doing your offsets by, by counterweighting. There are all sorts of other positions that you can learn to do as a rider to give you all sorts of really cool things and maneuverability and bonding with your bicycle, my motorcycle. So making sure that you get to feel good and know how it's going to work and operate when you want and need it to. So what is the bonding of the motorcycle? It's, it's spending enough time on it because here the concept is, is in the motorcycling world, either one people say that you've been riding for X number of years, you've been a rider for five, six, seven years, you've got all of that experience. And if you truly stretch yourself to change up the type of riding, whether you do some track riding from time to time, or if you go do long distance rides, you know, you're constantly seeing new, uh, new different experiences so that you can continue to advance your skills. But if you just keep riding the same old locations, going to the same old places, doing the same old ride. It could be that you've been riding for five years, but you've had the same one year of experience five years over and over again. So, you know, that's what I kind of was, again, an aha moment for me was like, wow, well, how do I ride and how do I want to ride and, and what kind of information do I want to share with others? And so, again, like you said, changes are coming. And that's one thing that we're going to be doing kind of moving forward too, is there's lots of changes coming regarding, regarding what we do on Biker Life and all other aspects of life. Yeah. Actually, here's what's uh, real positive about our podcast. Though we stepped aside for six months, we gained um, 
followers, I guess, if you will. We gain downloads. Uh, we gain more people that are listening. And we're just grateful that for all of you that have been listening, because as we've not been there, we've actually seen increases on the podcast, the YouTube channel, not so much. So we could use some help there because uh, I checked that out real quick before we got on. But one of the biggest, one of the biggest episodes, uh, most viewed episodes was the one that Deb talked about improving riding skills. And so that listed up as the top. So that told us something that told us that you all want to hear more about improving your riding. Maybe you're someone who wants to learn how to ride and you want to know maybe some tips or, or things like that for the class so that you can be prepared or just maybe you want to figure out is riding for you. Right. And I would say writing's for everybody, but we obviously know that's not true. Right. Um, but there's only one way to really find out and that's to give it a shot. And that's to take one of these classes that Deb actually does. So in the future, Deb, what I forgot to remind you of is in the introduction, you should in introduce yourself as writer coach Deb, because you are a writer coach. I am. Yes, so, I am. So yeah, we'll have more of Deb be uh, doing that kind of thing that uh, to be able to help people uh, experience writing in a better way, if you will. I actually took the advanced writers course, not with her because it would have driven me crazy. <laughs> she would have, right? No. Yes. <laughs> in more than one way, not yeah. the good way. No, so. it, but I, I took it and uh, it was with a group of guys, a group of writers, group, group of friends. And we had a blast. It was a good time. It was a lot of work. It was tough on Thumper. I actually took, took Thumper out there and it was a little bit tough on Thumper, I think, uh, but it was good. It was very valuable information and I really enjoyed the class. So I would urge you if you're a writer and you haven't taken a class in a while, it's nothing like the, the basic class that you've got to get to obtain your license. These, these increase your skills that you may not have had, may not know. Uh, you may be doing them. You may not be doing them. Right. And I know that a lot of us, and I'm probably the first one to admit it. I, I probably have tons of bad habits um, <laughs> because nobody taught, taught me otherwise. I mean, I start off, you know, uh, basically doing dirt bike riding and I figured it out on my own and I didn't have anybody there teaching me. So I developed my own habits. They may be good. They may be bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't really have anybody critique that, but that's uh, what's coming in the future. So writer coach Deb will be uh, supplying a lot of that good information. And I think it'll be very important uh, to those who ride again and uh, those who want to ride. That's uh, actually part of our introduction, Deb. What does it say there? You got the introduction there? Pull For those who inspire to ride and those who inspire others to ride. And so what does that mean? It means the, the, the ones who inspire to ride are the ones who want to learn how to ride. Those who Correct. are just thinking about getting out there and riding a motorcycle for the very first time. And then it's the second part is also for those who already ride. Okay. So that's the meaning behind that. And uh, that's what, you know, what we see, what, what we find out uh, from what you're telling us is what you want. Right. And uh, we don't we haven't seen and I'm not that much into looking around for things, but I haven't seen any other show uh, or podcast uh, that uh, there is one guy out there, but he's mostly YouTube and he does a great job. I can't remember his name, but it's he's on MC YouTube. Writer. Maybe so. Yeah, he does a great job, too. So, you know, Debel, uh, maybe give some tips, maybe even from more of a woman's point of view. And then then I can chime in and just crush it all. Probably. So that'll be a good combination because there are lots of things I have found as a lady writer that I need to consider differently than what a man would. So like panties. Well, yes, I wasn't going to go there, but 
but just all the bling on the shirts that ladies think is the coolest thing ever, which it is beautiful. It makes it look great. But as a writer, if your shirt or jacket, whatever's got the bling going on, if it's too loose, it actually, as you're riding, will beat against you. And it's yeah, not like just that? flapping in the wind. I don't like that. It's uh, uncomfortable. It maybe, hurts. Maybe if you're a brawless. No, it would hurt even worse. Oh my heavens. I'm just asking a question. I know you're just kind of crushing it, right? <sighs> Whatever. So, you know, that that's one simple thing that I know men's stuff doesn't typically come blingy like women's just stuff and, and gear and riding things are. So it depends on what capacity you're doing. If I was a passenger, the bling would be beautiful and I wouldn't have to worry about it. But as a rider, it's a something different that I now have to think about. But I don't understand what, what difference was it, would it make? Because you're actually taking the impact of the wind as the rider, not protected by the rider in front of you as a passenger. So those are the two significant differences. If I'm riding and I've got all that bling happening, you know, depending upon if I have a windshield or no windshield or any of that stuff, it's changing the dynamic of what's happening to me while I ride. So I don't like that too much. Is that just a personal thing it or is it something you learned? It may be. And it is something that I learned because I learned the hard way. I have one particular shirt that I can't remember where the bling is, but it, it was up here in the upper near close to the collar or whatever. And that just like would in the wind on the highway at 70 miles an hour plus, you know, it's just beating your skin. It's so, not. So good. what are we talking about here? Just a distraction? Probably. Yeah. It is. And it is when you're riding and that's happening as a distraction. Absolutely. All you're trying to do, you know, we've got so many things at play that it's taken me away from the focus on the road. It's taken me from, you know, my focus off of the things that I need to be on because now I'm concerned about my attire. That's not working too well. Or because it's bothering you because it's, it's hitting your skin or yes, whatnot. Right. So you're not totally focused, but you know, maybe you could put on another shirt underneath it or something. So there's a, a solution there's to that solutions. problem. Yeah, there's you know, possible. so it sounds like you're saying women don't wear bling. That's no, not what you're I'm saying. not saying that. Though. No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. So women are going to wear their bling. Absolutely. I'm going to wear my bling. And Harley <laughs> and Harley Davidson makes some really cool bliggy things for women. So that's why they make them because we love them. But you know what I would do, maybe if that's the shirt I wanted to wear, maybe I would wear a jacket riding that would actually, I could cover that bling up and wouldn't have to worry about it if it's not too hot. Or I maybe change into it when I need to, when I get there. So Again, just some other options, but what my point was kind of getting back to that is that things for women as riders, I think can drastically differ than men. And so we'll talk about some of those things. Okay. Well, that should be interesting. Yeah. And if you have any like things that the men need to know, then by all means. I wouldn't know. I just like to ride. Talk about that. Women do. We talk about all that stuff. I just like to get out and ride and enjoy the ride. Okay. Sounds good. So, so what else do we have to cover? We've gone uh, 30 minutes at this point. Okay. And uh, I just want to make sure that we've got everything covered. We don't, again, if you don't know about the show, we just really pretty much fly from the, by the seat of our pants. <laughs> we have an idea of uh, what we want to do, yeah. um, but we don't, you know, yeah, it's not scripted. all scripted out. That's right. for sure. So no, I just want to make sure that those that are listening to the podcast, if you want to find us on YouTube, because obviously some of the things we're talking about are a little bit visual, um, is that you can certainly find us on YouTube under bikerlifepodcast.com. No. no. Okay. See, I'm a little <laughs> rusty, rusty on this. Yeah. Bikerlifepodcast.com is for the podcast. Okay. Uh, we it's We're under YouTube still as we started off on the Chuck and Deb show. Okay. And so it's still on the Chuck and Deb show. You can search that on YouTube and that'll take you to the channel and you can see the videos there. Okay. And we're also on Apple, Spotify, 
and uh, your normal podcast. And what could really help us, if you would, if you do listen to on one of those podcast platforms, if you'd leave us a, a comment, yes. a good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever, and uh, we'd really appreciate it. Something maybe that you want us to cover as we move forward. Thank we you. are open to that. And, uh, you know, we're really grateful that all of you are here. We're grateful for the new people who have been following us during COVID. And that's actually what stood out to me is because I haven't, I didn't look at the stats till, you know, maybe a week or so ago. And that's when I realized that, you know, my thought process about maybe people didn't want to see other people out there just having a good time like everybody else on Facebook. Um, that, 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 but that when I saw the stats, be. the stats revealed that it was different. Yeah. So it, uh, it revealed to me that maybe I was wrong and that more people wanted to, to hear or be able to have a way to escape and uh, do do things, you know, see what's going on outside themselves and outside, you know, the outside world. Hopefully everything opens back up here and we don't have to deal with this stuff anymore. Absolutely. So if you do. Or it is. Thank God we live in Florida. I know. So if you would, please click the like and subscribe on YouTube and also make sure that you subscribe and like the um, podcast as well. If you would leave a comment and or a topic let us know what we'll do is reach out and we'll actually send you a little happy surprise package. How about that? That'd be good. And also on Facebook, you can find us on Facebook. That's at biker life radio. So when you search, do your search on Facebook, that's biker life radio. Okay. All right. Well, it's great to be back. Uh, we are going to move forward. Um, we don't know at this point how often though we know consistency is important. And so we will, try to do this on a weekly basis. We'll try to fit it into our busy, hectic schedule life, but we're going to do it. And uh, we're just hope you come along for the ride with us. That's right. So hop on the back or hop on the front and let's take off and enjoy the ride together. So thanks everybody. Really appreciate you being here. I'm Chuck and Deb. And this is Biker Life Radio. Take care, everybody. See you again soon.